Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 175. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening are my friends and sexologists, Ian. Hey, I'm back. Did you miss me? Uh, we can, you know, we can have that debate later. Also, another sexologist, Mac. Good evening, the Spanish Inquisition. I was not expecting that. <laughs> Go ahead, Mac, finish it off. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. All right, okay, good. And, of course, the happy hippie sexologist, Mad Cat. Voila and hello. And, of course, uh, the sexy sexologist, the dumbass himself. Ooh, I smiley face with hearts for eyes, you all. <laughs> eggplant, 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 cork ejecting from a champagne bottle. And happy birthday <laughs> to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> How is everybody doing this week? Oh, not bad. My hip is behaving a little bit better than it was two weeks ago. That is good. That yes. Is good. We have Ian back with us after his hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> Had to make it to the last anomaly con. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Good. I'm glad you had a good time at it. Yeah. And well, and Dumb or Mad Cat's back with us too. She was gone last week, sick on us. Yes, I was gone last week, partially sick and partially because of birthdays and everything. Uh, or two weeks ago for that, and two weeks ago for my husband's birthday, then my mother's birthday, and then me getting into the hospital. With my back out, and now my mom's in the hospital for all her liver stuff. So I've been having an interesting last few weeks. <laughs> Sounds like lots of fun. Oh, thrill, baby, thrill. How's your, how's your grandmother doing? Well, my grandmother's dead, but my mother's doing okay. I thought you said Nana. <laughs> no, Did she I said mother. Grandma? No, you said okay. mother. You said my mother. Okay, I yeah. misunderstood. <clears throat> That's okay. No, my But mom's grandma's in... resting comfortably, right? Grandma... She was resting comfortably even before the hosp- uh, before anyone got there for her. Yep. <laughs> um, and that one's dumbass's grandma, too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but my mom's doing okay. She's just, her liver's just acting up and making them have to go through the routine of checking things out, making th- sure everything's okay. And she's not home right now, so it's nice and quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. I love you, Mom. Love it when you're away sometimes, too. All right. Well, are we ready to uh, to see if you guys can guess your horoscopes for the week? Mm, I'm ready. Go for it. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm reading these, which we know is always terrible, but you know what? I will get better at this, I promise. Mm. Or not. <laughs> mm. Okay, number one. You may not necessarily approve of the behaviors of people around you, but, that's not necess- but that doesn't mean you need to make their lives miserable. Be more accepting of others. Scorpion. <laughs> Please do, uh, don't feel like don't feel like you need to teach people a lesson simply because you don't understand their way of life. You Scorpion. May, uh, that's okay. the first one? That's the well I I'm trying to finish it, but Madcat oh, okay. Madcat is Sorry. sure she knows who that is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh specifically requested that you get these from the onion. I know, and I disobeyed. Yes, you did. Okay, you may you may jump to conclusions without taking the time to understand the situation. Okay, the next one, number two, you may feel emotionally on fire today. The conversation with somebody will suddenly spark a decision of some sort that provides extreme provides extremely. Oh no, I'm sorry. That proves extremely valuable. To you in the long term, expand your mind and you can learn a great deal by opening yourself up to the truth. Making connections with others will help pave the way towards your success. Aries. Okay. Okay. So she, she is, everybody else is, is waiting. I, that, I think that's a good choice. <laughs> I have, yeah, I, I have no good... clue. I don't pay enough attention to this crap. So. Well, it's okay. It's okay. I know I'm about balance or something like that, supposedly, and that's about it. Yeah, we know that that's bullshit. Okay, here's number three. You may keep having the same thoughts over and over in your head. Each day, you may work out the different scenarios for the ways it will come to end. Uh, You know that you will get to the critical decision at some point in your life. 
So why not experiment with the solution now? Stay calm and turn to others when you get into a bind along the way. That actually almost sounds more like me. Okay. So I'll go with that being the Libra one. <laughs> I, I still got two more to read. <clears throat> uh, oh, go for it. Okay. You may feel like you're on the run in some way or another today. It may even seem like someone is chasing you. They're right on your heels and you're and you're doing everything in your power to stay one step ahead. Why are I'm, you reading a horoscope while you're running from somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Because you have to know how to escape and using horoscopes predict the future. It makes sense. I'm being chased. Okay, what's the horoscope say? Uh, uh, what the fuck? That's a... <laughs> okay, have confidence in yourself. You will accomplish everything you need to do and still finish in front of the pack. There's a great deal of high energy coming your way. And number five, the final one. Bringing more of your feelings into the open today don't be so paranoid about what others think. At times, you may feel as if you're in some sort of spy movie with you playing the lead role. People around you are the other players in the game, and you don't and you may feel that sometimes there can't be trust. Maybe they're uh, maybe they're working for the enemy. It's time to dismiss these thoughts from your mind. Okay, I I I can post these in the uh, in the document if you want to take a look. Second last one sounds like Libra, and the last one Scorpio. So, well, well, you've already guessed the Scorpio though. Yeah, but there's two more. It's not ever. Okay, so here here's the so everybody guess your own first. Well, number what? three seems the most relevant to me. Okay, you're gonna you're going with number three, and I think Ian's yeah. going number three. Yeah. I think yeah. that these are all Aquarius but, uh, from different newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be funny. Two, two is also kind of relevant to me, so could be two, but I'm going to go with three. Okay, so you're going to go with three. Mad Cat, what are you, what are, what are you choosing? No, I'm choosing one. You're going to choose number one as Scorpio, okay? Yep. And Mac? I'm going to go ahead and choose two as Aries. Two as Aries, okay. So number three is Libra. I was right. <laughs> and so, actually, was was Ian. So I'll just go through them here. Number one was Leo. Number two was Pisces. Three was Libra. Four was Scorpio. And five was Aries. Since when do we run? We just turn around and stab them. <laughs> yeah, I, haven't, I haven't really been having any paranoid thoughts lately or anything, so that one doesn't apply to me at all. Well, that's fine. I always have paranoid thoughts, so. <laughs> so, so Ian, Ian is the only one that, that got a point this week. Wow. Yeah. Ian wins. Ian wins. Good one. You cheated. You cheated. <laughs> well, I was right that three was li uh, Libra, though. Yeah. But I wasn't right that it was mine, because it wasn't. <laughs> mm. No, because you went with number one. You went with the Leo one. Yeah. Well, it's a cat. What do I got to say? <laughs> <laughs> All right. If at first you don't succeed, try a different method. <laughs> so this one, this time I got these from horoscope.com. Really? And what's, and what's cool about horoscope.com, as far as it goes, is that I could choose, um, I could, I can, you can do the sun sign, but you can, you, but you can get more specific. You can look for the sun sign and do, um, do career or money. And so there, there is a, there's a horoscope for, for Aries that's related to money, related to career, related to love. So I could have, so I could have specifically gone with horoscopes and said, okay, Aries today and, and money. Cool. Yeah. That's okay. a fun game. I think so. All right. Do they do the moon on that one? Cause, uh, I've got a bad moon rising. Yeah. Well, you don't have Crickets. one whiskey. One shot, one beer. No, that is Without true. Without having have that. rising. <laughs> <laughs> or at least hanging out a back window. All right. Are you guys ready to masturbate? Come on, Mad Cat. Already <laughs> done it. <laughs> The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. 
Emoji users have sex on the brain. So this is from Popular Science, and this is from a survey that Match.com did. So Match.com, of course, being a, a dating site, I'm, I'm imagining that these skew as younger people. I don't know. They they don't give us ages or anything. I don't. I I didn't see the. I I, I, I have the feeling that this is this is unscientific as hell. Oh yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's a survey, mm-hmm. and it's a but, it, it, but it is but it is kind of cool. The pat that they've act, they actually got a cool pattern out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so they were able to show, and I, I, I'm not. I I mean, it's a survey, right? I mean, I, and I and I haven't seen the survey. I don't know. Right. But what they asked their their and it's also a survey of their users, so it's already a skewed population, right? Right. I mean, it's probably going to be younger people. I I don't know what the, I don't know what the average age of people on on Match dot com is, but I'm going to guess that they're I don't know. The average uh, the uh, the average median age of people on Match dot com. Okay. Um, if they identify as twenty years old and female, they're fifty years old and male. <laughs> I, I'm just imagining the the people who are at the intersection of never think about sex and never use emojis. <laughs> right. Well, and that's kind of what they showed. So the the more people think about sex in a day, the more likely they are to use emojis when when they're um, texting. Um, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> you know, I think about sex a lot. I never use and a I thing. Very man. rarely use emojis. <laughs> Yeah, well, but here's the thing is that I think that this is a younger population than us. Well, listen, we skew, you know, I mean, uh, what, late 30s, you know, to 50, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just moved my way out of the late 30s. Yeah, you did. So, uh, so no, it's actually no. So we start 40 and up basically now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're we're old. <laughs> yeah. I mean, compared yep. to the people taking the I'm the, the baby survey, of the group. You're the baby, Yeah. I'm the eldest of the group. It seems to be my calling in life lately. <laughs> yes, and, and Ian's the middle child. Aw, <laughs> you're the one who's always so, getting and actually, <laughs> and actually, my girlfriend is the youngest of us all, and she does use emojis a lot more than I do. Ah, see? Well, there you go. And she does think of sex a lot more than I do. Really? <laughs> How oh, old yeah. is she? You need to step up um, your game. You're rob- robbing the cradle, Ian? <laughs> 34. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Ah, she's right at the time where, yeah, 30s is a good time for women. <laughs> you know, they say that, but I've seen I, I've seen other documentation that says that that's just not true. That that I mean, that is, it, that it's yeah. very much an individual, you know. That is true. That is true. So anyway, so I thought but it was interesting that. that I, you know, so we have the pattern here and we don't need to go through all this. But I mean, they showed with their users in their survey that people who who thought about sex more used emojis more, and and is and it was pretty, um, it was pretty clear, right? I mean, um, but but it but they go all the way through, you know. I mean, they still have people that think about sex every day and don't use them, right? But it definitely skewed higher towards the more the more you think about sex, the more likely you are to use emojis. So that was pretty cool. So they went through the emojis that uh, men and women are likely to use. So I guess fifty three percent of women will use the winky face when uh, I guess when flirting. Is yeah, same with the men. Yeah, and men will use it use it about the same, 53%. That they'll use it um, when flirting. Um, then there's just the regular smiley face, and uh, women will use it 41% of the time, and men use it 33% of the time. The kissy one, women will use it 24% of the time, men 30. Wow. I was kind of surprised. Oh, that's surprised about that too. And then they have the one that people won't use. Um, so they say 39% of the population just will not use the uh, – the sassy girl to flirt. They they won't use the lips, the kiss. You know, the thirty four percent of them won't use that. And it doesn't say male or female on these. It just says they just won't use them. What does a monkey? I am. I, am I don't know. Go ahead yeah, and... it's have to do with flirting. I don't know. I don't know. But they don't I'm use gonna, it. I'm gonna go Not ahead watching. and advocate using the monkey to flirt. Yeah. Right now, specifically the monkey covering his eyes, or what is your monkey doing when it flirts? My monkey? Uh, I... <laughs> Hopping around going, yay! Uh, no. <laughs> I think pretty it's... much any monkey. Any monkey it's, for play. It's uh, okay. shocked. The monkey is shocked. Okay, I'm going to send a text We're to my wife shocked. right now with the monkey on it and see how this works out for me. Let's see. Okay. Uh, let me let me find a monkey. It I... looks like uh, 
I found Sarah one. Just found one real quick. Oh, did you? Well, I got. I, I'm texting my He's wife. He's real fast at the monkey. <laughs> I bet he is. I don't. I'm not finding a monkey. This sucks. I mean, a monkey. This is my favorite monkey. Let's see. What do you got? Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I can't see these because I'm on not on because I'm on Linux and there's an incompatibility problem. Oh, my uh, monkey is dancing and looking like he's doing the hip thing with the arms going back and forth. Yeah. Well, I can't find a monkey to use for texting. I guess I'm out of luck here. What am I going to do without a monkey for texting? I'm never going to be able to find out if it works. Yeah, this is how I flirt. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, how about a cat on a sled with a mouse? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we have to give that up. Yeah, I, I just put in uh, uh, a guy with a monocle and a mustache raising an eyebrow. <laughs> that is so sexy, Gurm. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't I don't know what the monkey's about. So there you go. So anyway, I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, you know, and like like you say, I mean, it, it probably doesn't it probably doesn't reflect the broader population, right? But it doesn't have to. I mean, it's just it's just the data that match is collected, right? Now that's monkey flirting. Okay, that 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 I can do. that's good monkey flirting. I, I can uh, I can appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, picture this week monkey flirting. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. So I thought it was interesting. This must this must be making great audio. I, I bet it is. It's just going to be great this editing. This must be great, making great audio I for think our so. listeners. Yeah. Yeah, uh, our people are going to be so excited that we are saying saying things and All right. Yeah, like stop working. It, first of all, it's not for a woman to be doing the preaching. And second of all, it's not for women to be speaking. Even the Bible's really clear on this. Even if they were to have a question, they they're not to ask that question in the church. Number 1. And number two, even if they want to ask that question to their husband, they should wait until they get home. American Pastor Network denounces religious left saying uh, progressives can't be genuine Christians. So I found this, of course, on Right Wing Watch. Because they're the religion of inclusion. Right, exactly. Because of the religion of inclusion. Who are the people that were talking? Uh, Sam? Kennison? No. That would be funnier. That <laughs> would be better. Way better. <laughs> Sam Rohr? Yeah, that's... Uh, guest and guest Gary Dull and David Chrysler. So they were having a conversation. And what they're specifically talking about is the shoulder-to-shoulder campaign, which is uh, which is a, a basically a pro-inclusion campaign that makes it so that, you know, Muslims and Christians are all just basically saying, listen, we got to get along. Everybody should be allowed to practice as they see fit. As long as we all pick on those godless liberals. No, 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 that's not true. Actually, they say that people have the right in in, in there. So um, I linked in here to the shoulder to shoulder um, pledge because because of some of the stuff that they said. And they and they include non-believers in their pledge. So no. So so absolutely not. The, 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 the idea of this is that anybody can. So here's what these guys are saying about the people making the pledge. Um, they say no one gets on the list unless they agree to the Islamic Quran's piece of the equation that says you cannot that you cannot be part unless you agree with the position that uh, of which the Quran says that Jesus is not the Son of God. That's right. Jesus is not the Son of God. That the, that is required to get on the list. And I read this. That pledge. doesn't sound like it would be true. Well, it doesn't exactly. It doesn't sound like it'd be true. And when you read the pledge, it doesn't say that at all. So once again, I don't know where they're coming up with that information. The other piece that they said in here, um, the first thing that they said is, um, I have found that a lot of these leaders and pastors, a lot of these pastors in particular, in this particular movement are ladies. And we believe that as we lock with the word of God, that this isn't true. This isn't true sense that the word of God teaches us that ladies do not, well, they should not be in the pastorate. So they're, so they're saying, and you can go and look on here, and it gives you the list of members. And when you see the list of members— um, They're old white men? I, I can't tell. All it is is all it is are organizations. The American Baptist Church USA, Churches USA, are, is that is that primarily females? I don't know. You, so they have a whole list of of the the groups that are are a member of this, right? And there's quite a few on here. How they know that 
that these are primarily female pastors, I don't know. Well, the ones like Amy, that's not, or Elizabeth. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, but but uh, they don't have the actual names of the pastors, do they? I don't no. see that. And so he, so he's making a claim. I don't think that, I think that, I think that his claims are completely baseless, is what I think. But what yeah, the, he's, what he's doing is he's basically inciting old, old white people's fear that women and, and, People who don't believe like us are are going to get all the power, and they're going to put they're going to put Christians in a box, and this, that, and the other thing. Right. Which is all just you know hooey. Right, but here, and, the other, and it's what led to Trump coming to power. So that's it, it, yeah, a piece of it. Yeah, I mean, it is that is a lot of that. But the uh, the thing that gets me about this is that they're right. Technically, they're right. The Bible specifically says that women should be silent in church. They're pretty. They're pretty clear that women are less than in in the Bible, and this is one of the huge problems that I have with the Christian religion in general. Is that their book is misogynist and is inflexible. And if you read it as a, a and, and take it as a literal interpretation, they're <clears throat> right. The Westboro Baptist Church are right. A woman cannot be a leader of a church. But one of the women and a Muggle born at that. Is one of the most powerful witch. Oh wait, I'm confusing. I'm yeah, sorry. You're, you're, you're confusing. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Other fiction. Other fiction. Yeah. Now, right. actually, I've had some of this discussed with people before. I find it most amusing that anyone can say what a genuine Christian is. Well, it is the no true Scotsman fallacy. Yeah, it's the most pathetic yeah. thing to say. I know what a Christian is. You don't. I, I get to define it. Mm-hmm. And the moment you start trying to say I'm the only one that defines um what my religion justifies to be my religion gets so absurd because I, I, I still can guarantee if you went into a church and you took everyone aside and really asked them and got them down to what they believe, there would be a lot of disagreement on the real nitty gritty on what God or you know stuff like that is. That is very true. Even within their own council, there yeah. are people who would not agree with each other. I had an interesting discussion with my roommate about started off with a discussion about tulpas. Um, tulpas being a, a fictional a fictional personality that you manifest and manufacture, you know, basically like it's like an adult version of, a, of an imaginary best friend. Right. Okay. But, you know, one of the points that I made in there and is that Jesus is a tulpa. There's historical Jesus, and then there's the manufactured fictional Jesus. Well, what's the that, difference? Hmm? What is the difference? Well, the difference is that one of them actually lived, and one of them is just everybody's magical best friend buddy. Did they? I, I don't know that. There, I don't know that there was an actual Jesus. Okay, I'm. You can you can you can believe or not believe that there was an actual Jesus. Okay, it seems to me that there's there's historical backup. I believe that there was an actual Jesus, as much as I believe that there was an actual, you know, Socrates or Aristotle. I believe that there was a historical Jesus who was a philosopher. I, I believe that there there was probably a um, you know a, a crazy rabbi running around claiming it. Sure, why not? But at the, at the same time, you've got people who believe all kinds of all kinds of things about you know you know for one thing, Jesus was a Jesus was a a white guy with light brown hair, whereas he was probably a swarthy short guy with curly black hair. Yeah, and none of this matters. It, and I a mean, darker tone. Yeah. yeah, I said swarthy. Yeah, I mean Jesus was a bullfrog. That's what I heard. No. <laughs> well, he, was he, a good that's only of mine. because you helped him drink his wine. <laughs> no, but you know, the thing is, too, though, that none of this is really all that new about certain Christian yeah. sects saying that other p- Christians who don't believe the same things they do aren't really Christians. Right. Yeah. Part of the course. So the last oh, Christ, piece, I've been thinking swarthy was a completely different word than what it is. Huh. So, Sam, this is— See? this is and now unbe- you know, and knowing is half the battle. That is true. Uh, Sam, this is unbelievable that, that some, of the, some of these want to have been considered down through the years, mainline denominations, having actually signed this document in connection with the Islamic— Social Society of America denying that Jesus is the Son of God. Well, I haven't seen that anywhere. When you read through the, um, you know, the to become a member, you know, what their pledge is, I don't see that at all. 
No, I think you just have to accept Sharia law. <laughs> it doesn't say that either. I know. That's the other big that's the other big fear that people have. Everybody's terrified of Sharia law. Right, but here's the thing is that the Christians would like to impose a Christian type Sharia law on us. Yeah. And it's okay because and, they're Christians. And you've also got people who believe with their heart and soul that Obama is running a shadow government to thwart Donald Trump. Still? Yeah. Wow. They still well, believe that. I've never heard of that one. Down in the Caribbean having a great party, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's where his shadow government is housed. All right. I've okay. never heard that theory. I kind of hope that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no. See, the thing of it is that no matter how good at thwarting Donald Trump, Obama thinks he is, he will never be as good at it as Donald Trump. I don't not is, thwarting himself. Yeah, Donald Trump is the best at all things, including thwarting himself and changing the channel on people. If you look at people who have signed the pledge, okay, those people, there are individuals that have signed the pledge here. Um, some of them are reverends, some of them aren't. This, uh, I think this is this where you got the uh, Abby Kento. That that's is that what you were looking at? See, because there's the member organizations and then there's the pledge. There's two different things. Mm. And so I don't know. I don't know if this if if they signed the same thing. But signing this pledge, this this they might have said, "Oh well, I can see a lot of women's here because I see a lot of Christines and and Chris and Kira." Yeah, that's and, in the pledges. Yeah, that's in the pledges, it's possible. And so it might be that it might be true that more women have signed this than men. Um, but it looks I, about equal. It does look. I mean, I, I unless. But here's here's once again, as we've seen all the time, like um. If so, if you talk about so what, what do you want to bet they didn't bother to even measure it at all? Actually, they didn't. Yeah, they see they, they saw women's names on there, and that was enough, right? We, yeah. Was it? We were talking about a history podcast, and they complained to they they were complaining that the that the woman who ran it was was spending most of her talking time talking about women in history, and so she actually did up the numbers, and she two thirds of the time would talk about men, and one third of the time would talk about. Uh, would talk about women but that was enough for for men in particular to say you're primarily focusing on women but mm -hmm. it was only a third i i remember that episode we, we yeah. did that what like a couple years ago or that something. was a yeah but it but it's but it this um this to me uh, um smacks of the same thing right that that it, they they saw um enough women on here to say well it's mostly women well but is it uh, i suppose even one woman would have been too much for them well, that's true, considering that women are not hey, supposed to be one. in this at all. Abe, yeah, because it's history, not her story. Abe Campbell from the <laughs> Universal Life Church. I'm a member of the Universal Life Church. I'm a reverend with the Universal Life Church. I, 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 I sent away for my uh, for my certificate from them. As did we all, Brian. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I printed mine up online. I didn't have to send away. Oh, okay. Well. Really? Ah. <laughs> I should get myself ordained. That would be fun. Uh, but it, all, all it is is a website. You can be ordained, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just put in my cat's name. Yeah. So anyway, so this, so this whole thing. Be with you, my child. So this whole thing was, you know, a misogyny at its, you know, um, normalcy, right? I mean, so in, pretty much this whole thing. I mean, it's just the the inflexibility of the the Christian religion. You know, I mean, it's like it has to grow. It cannot stay the same thing as what was it was when even you were a kid. It's going to yeah, grow and change. These these people who are who are desperately terrified of not being relevant anymore are yes i hear you Come we here. all hear you yeah we have a guest panelist <laughs> it would just be easiest if they would just die well yeah and they all will they all will eventually they have replacements though i mean it's not like this is going away anytime soon they're they're yeah i suppose they've got replacements but their replacements are going to become less and less relevant over time too uh, maybe yeah i mean we haven't really seen that though we, i mean people keep saying that it's going to become less and less relevant and even as we become less and less christian per se right there's a lot more nuns it's a very fast-growing group but they aren't necessarily but we see this you know this fundamentalist group actually increasing so so what so we so the divide is becoming sharper i'll be back mm. in a minute okay all right what do we got next here it says the head of the woman is the man, the head of the man is Christ, and the head of Christ is God. That is the authority structure. I'm not going to second-guess Christ. Christ is not going to second-guess God. So why would a woman second-guess a man? 
Okay, so for our first what the fuck are they thinking moment tonight, uh, Oklahoma school had a Christian sex educator speak to kids. And you got and this. Surprise. For, and it was got, a disaster. And this is from Patheos. Basically, her, her name is Shelly Donahue, and she came out and spoke to Dinks High School about sex. And basically, one of the seniors there, Brooke, Brooklyn Wilson, got online afterwards and reported basically how messed up it was. Um, I love the, the this one. Is that quote a waffle is, in her hand? Yeah, yeah, it I, is. I, I yeah. don't know if the article actually explains the waffle. I don't. Recall it does. It, it does explain the waffle. It does. Okay. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Men, boys are waffles. Girls are spaghetti. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, what are the her direct? This is apparently a direct quote from this presentation on sex. Do you know why girls are so desperate and always text guys first? Two words: Daddy left. Wow. She needs a punching <laughs> out. Yeah. Uh, whoa, that. But oh, here, here's yeah, the thing. That, that is so okay. incredibly undermining and disgusting. It's ridiculous. Right, but here's and the thing. not everyone has had their daddy left. Some no. of us wanted them to. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Is that this, this isn't really about Shelly Donahue because the school – got exactly what they paid for and right. they got exactly what she said she was going to give she has never made any pretenses about what she was going to come in and say we knew exactly they knew exactly what she was going to come in and do and she came in and she did it this is the fault of the school board who did not vet her first right but still and i mean it's an insulting presentation from we've known this for a while about absent only education they come out and they say stupid, stupid stuff. Un unscientific, and, unfounded stuff. Yeah. And they, they make these comparisons. Uh, we've heard the gum one before. It's like, you know, oh, you know, do you, um, would you eat a piece of chewed gum? That's what I'm basically trying to say. That's what it's like after a girl's lost her virginity. So it becomes a piece of chewed gum. Uh, you know, I, I must say, about that too, yeah. I've eaten a lot of pussy and has never been like chewing gum. Oh. <laughs> what has it been like? No. Well, oh. I mean, yeah, it's got to be more like licking a lollipop, man. You, do. you can't, you know. A <laughs> little fleshier than that. A little fleshier than that. Because uh, the the lollipop is so solid. It's more like it's more yeah, like. Are, are you? Are you? More like Are sucking. you enjoying this, babe? It's more like licking a gummy bear, a large gummy bear. I was going to really? say saltwater taffy. <laughs> well, I don't know. Saltwater taffy, that might work too. But what my point is simply here, it's never been like chewed bubble gum. Never. Right. <laughs> yeah, but don't don't try to treat it like a like a lollipop because you know one two three crunch is not. <laughs> no, that's not. That's a, a, a tootsie roll. That's different. That's a tootsie. That's a tootsie pop. <sighs> Now the thing is, point, point. He's got a point. There, it is a tootsie pop. It's not a tootsie roll. The tootsie roll you might consider as in the male genitalia type, and you still don't want to chew on that. Okay, right. Okay, so a tootsie pop, right? Crunchy outside, soft inside. And here's the thing: that there's not supposed to be anything crunchy down there. Kindly, you would hope not. Kindly restrain your remarks to alcohols. Alcohols? Yeah, clearly, you, uh, let me see. Clearly, so, you're not a candy expert. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're not. I got a lovely Breckenridge bourbon in front of me here that I'm enjoying. Okay. <laughs> so, see, to prove that you know. So, is it salty or sweet? Uh, salty. Salty. I mean, it's not. If it's sweet, I mean, it's a problem. You don't want sugar down there. You, you, we don't want to create <laughs> yeast infections. <laughs> that would make quite a problem. What yeah. is going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so trying to get this back on track, even though I admit I'm partially to blame. <laughs> just so just how screwed up the loving it, baby. <laughs> just so just how screwed up the school is. You could actually go to her website, and on it there's a whole thing talking about what this biblically based and secular age appropriate presentation is going to have. And you look through some of the um things. Who's having the best sex in America? Singles, married, divorces. Or cohabitators? Why? Actually, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I know, who, I know who it is. It's people that are into kink. It's, it's, it's a BDSM <laughs> people are having the best sex, and, and I, and I have a science, uh, science uh, article that can back that up too. We'll get to that next later. Yeah, oh, cool. Um, 
So the one Brian talked about, how are we wired? Guys' brains tend to be like waffles and girls tend to be like spaghetti. That, yeah, that's going to be scientific, you bet. I would go with the apple pie. I mean, if I was going to do it, I mean, I'm not going to do the waffle and, and spaghetti. I go, I go apple pie. Apple pie. <laughs> Sex is what you do in marriage. Not pizza dough. Not pizza dough. The apple pie is warm. Well, hey, I'm safe. I'm in marriage, so no big deal, honey. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ian. Go ahead. I'll I'll try to refrain my points. Right. So, <laughs> Sex is what you do in marriage. Sexuality is who you are right now. Didn't get that one either. Boys tend to be wired sexually like microwaves, and girls tend to be like crockpots. <laughs> okay, there may be a point to that. Okay, please explain it to me because that just broke me. So it takes. So well, the idea boys, is that boys oh. tend to need the door closed. <laughs> well, wait, that's optional. Well, well, well girls but, just go all night. No, 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 no. You get some mercy. The microwave is on. Boom! You turn it on. Boom! It's it's creating heat. The that the crock pot takes a little while to warm up. So the woman takes longer to to warm up. So you got to get it more right, ready. So it's like the car the car bit. Sure. But, but my point though, though is that if boys are wired like microwaves and the door is open, that's going to cause radiation damage all over <laughs> the house. Hey, you know, sometimes I like being warmed up too. I, Don't yeah. stereotype all us guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's the thing. It's like I, I've seen. In both ways, with both women and men, so that's definitely stereotyping. Wait, are you saying that that hormones can affect people differently at different times? And so sometimes we may need to be warmed up, and sometimes we're ready to go. And it's an individual thing based on the person, whether you're a man or a woman. Is that what you're getting at here? I oh, would never suggest hypocrisy. something that rational. No, no, okay, okay, not. good, because that's total <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let me direct your attention down below to shake the edge sketch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wait, is that in here? Yes. yes. Oh, don't tell. Renewed virginity and second chances. Shake wait, wait, wait. You can start over? That, that's the second, the renewed virginity thing where you, okay, I, um, I, I've slept around a bit. I will stop doing that now and not um, have sex again until I find a proper partner idea. No, that's bullshit. You that's, can't, you can't. worse than a reborn Christian. No, I'm sorry. You can't unchew the bubble gum. <laughs> Her analogy. Reborn, re, reborn virgin. It's, it's not unless they're doing it up the there. ass instead. <laughs> well, wait. What's wrong with doing it up the ass? Well, nothing. If you like it, doing up the ass. Uh, but, see, right? You no, know, it's it's just the factor of you're not going to get any new virginity out of yeah. a person unless they haven't done it the other way. Well, like, it's a new, it's a new spiritual virginity. You see, when you, when you yeah. give yourself over to Jesus and, and it's like your heart becomes yeah, virgin. Jesus again. is dead necrophilia, man. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian, haven't you heard the um, song by Garfunkel and Oates about, um, the loophole. Sex up the ass for Jesus. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> about, um, you know, the, yeah, the song the, is called the, the loophole. The loophole. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I have heard the loophole. Yes. Fuck <laughs> me in the ass because I love Jesus. The good Lord would want it that way. Give me that sweet sensation of a throbbing rationalization. It's just between you and me. Because everyone knows it's the sex that God can't see. <laughs> I love Garfunkel. Oh, oh, they're fantastic. Um, The final one. Have the best sex, but wait until marriage. So How do you know? Oh, no, no, no. Have the best sex by waiting until marriage. Oh, oh you're right. By waiting. Sorry. You're... And, then, and then discover that you're completely sexually incompatible with each other. Right, exactly. That's the whole thing. Is that, <laughs> man, oh, here, here, this is this is awful. But I oh, have... no, no. No, okay. I understand this completely. Have the best sex by waiting until marriage and cheating. I, I had a... <laughs> there we go. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, because cheating sex is the best sex. Yeah, oh, that's what I, I'm told. I, I had a, I had a dream the other night that my daughter wanted was getting married to this guy, and my big concern was, well, have they had sex yet? I mean, I want to make sure that that that. <laughs> I was I was concerned whether or not she was she had had sex before they were getting married because that was no, so like you, so Brian, you want to be the opposite of that other thing we covered the the girl who gave her father. Certificate from the doctor that her hymen was still attacked. You want the opposite certificate. I want the opposite certificate. I want to be. No, I want to be sure that my that that they're you're making. Not listening, Brian. Oh, I'm One sorry. One of the things is who wants to wait? Parents and why? So you're supposed to want them to wait. 
Jeez, my, parent, not my mom didn't want me to wait. She okay. wanted grandkids. Uh, to, <laughs> to be fair, as a parent, I'm going to wait till the podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> but that's as far as I'm going. So, uh, and once the podcast is over, you're just gonna you're gonna go up to your daughter and ask her if she's had sex yet. Listen, I already told my wife. I said, well, as soon as that podcast is done, I'm coming to see you. And I said, wear something appropriate. She said, the nun's costume is in the wash. I said, well, how about the moo moo? <laughs> well, um, my 17 year old um, son I know he has a box of condoms in his sock drawer excellent I'm well aware of that and I'm like perfect if you need them they're there use them Here, and, uh, yeah. did, did you put them in there Ian no actually a friend of his gave it gave them to him yeah but you would if he asked you to buy them you would have bought them oh yeah yeah of course yeah I need to make Not sure I have some available worry about, but hey I spayed and neutered the cat so don't have to worry <laughs> well I've been neutered so is my husband. Yeah. So actually what brings up a, a point here is that um, didn't they make a point about birth control in here somewhere? Got it. Done. No okay. problem. Mm, I thought there was a birth control reference in here. Is there? No, but it must have been something else I was reading today. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't recall one. Yeah, Why well. do people have sex? Gee, that's a question. So, so from the get-go, <laughs> there's nothing scientific listed in any of this stuff. It, 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 it's all the you know bizarre things that we know has messed up the whole idea of, of um, abstinence-only education. And the school could have looked at this, should have looked at this, should have actually studied it. Because if you look at the, what they were supposed to do, it actually even says what their mission is and why they brought them in, was, um, isn't it at the top? They, they, have, they have certain obligations they have to fulfill about education with sex. And it talks about... Um, Okay, here it is. The intent of the assembly was to fulfill a state requirement to share information to students about HIV and AIDS. Okay, that wasn't even a thing in the presentation at all. They they didn't get close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. That, I mean, this this and here's the thing is that I we disagree with this woman, but it, but she gave exactly what she said she was going to give. Right. Right. There, there, there's there's no question that she she did what she was hired to do. I don't fault her for that. It's the administration. It's the people that hired her that are the problem, that let her come into the school in the first place. They're the issue here. Not her in this particular case. She's wrong, and we would bitch about her anyway. But in this right. particular case, it's the administrators who fucked up. Oh, yeah. Because they did not know how to actually go and check and make sure that what was going to be given was going to be what they wanted. Or they thought they could get away with it. Well, yeah. might have been one or the other. Until it also they... might have been cheaper. It might have been a budget thing. Like, oh, she's real cheap. Let's do her because, you know. I, I've heard, I, you know what's, what's <laughs> funny about that? <laughs> that I, I've heard that she's cheap. I think they thought they could get away with That's it. That's what I think, too. I, I really think that they thought they, they could get they away with it. They probably didn't even look. They just said, well, we need someone. She's cheap. Let's go. And I'm still laughing about this goddamn <laughs> ugly little uh, waffle in her hand. Well, okay, yeah, because because boys waffles, are like waffles, waffles, waffles and, and waffles, yeah, waffles, and so they can boy. Do we do we do we make that clear? Boys can boys can have sex and it doesn't affect them. Girls because they're spaghetti, it all gets muddled together, and so they so when they have sex, it gets muddled with all the other emotions. Ah, uh, we're muddled. Yeah, exactly. But that's uh, whereas uh, men can compartmentalize because we're like waffles, right? And here's the thing: is that I I I'll tell you when it when it comes to sex, I don't part compartmentalize, which is why I don't do one night stands. I've never done anything like that because I I can't compartmentalize the two. But yeah. if you if men are like microwaves, then they have to compartmentalize, otherwise radiation. And also, you want to make sure that things are rotating so that so that you know you don't get hot spots. You yeah. want to, you want to heat evenly. And you have to make sure that it's even so you don't get groin pulls. Right. That's a really good point. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. See, I know my stuff sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have you here for your expertise. Ah, yes, my <laughs> extreme wonderful expertise. I know. It has nothing to do with your your crass remarks on things. That's not why we have you here. Crass remarks, me, oh, <laughs> never. Is wait a minute? Is a pulled groin a a, a a euphemism for masturbation? Where did did the masturbation no. moment? I'm just asking. I'm asking. It's a that fair question. That one's not a uh, not a masturbation. We have moment. to do this no. next one. We have to. This is this is what I was thinking of when I was thinking of the birth control one. Can, can we move on? Yeah, yeah. we can. Fifty-two percent yeah. of men say they don't benefit from birth control. Women lost their chill. Holy shit, who are the fuck are these men, and can we slap them hard? 
This is yeah, well, total wait, fucking wait. bullshit. Yeah, well, I know who these men are. I'm, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm going to okay. stand up for these guys because <laughs> they, they asked a question on a survey, and uh, we don't know how many of these men who said that actually support birth control or not. They just said uh, they, they were asked the question, do you benefit from this personally? And a lot of them might have been like, I guess I don't benefit from it personally, but I still, I'm still in support of it. And they would have answered that. So... I've benefited. Uh, I don't think it's as big a deal as they're making it out here. I, I don't know. Well, yeah. I, here's well, the thing: I, is that I do think they don't realize. Though, is the perfect one that works. Um, the well, first thing we see here: 100 percent of women don't fucking care. And there's a lot of like, if, <laughs> there's a reality to that. It's like, okay, if you don't think you benefit, I don't fucking care because I know better. Here's the <laughs> thing: is that I, I think though I I I'm not going to stand up for them because the the issue here is that I they have benefited from birth control. Every time that they've had sex with a woman and not had a kid. Exactly. And the the problem is that they don't that they aren't being um they aren't being educated in what the what the benefits are. They're not they See, that, that that wasn't the question though. The question was if they personally benefited from uh affordable birth control access for women. However, that, they that had was the question. And it's a, it's a little bit of an they, a, they didn't and, even I, and I suppose in a certain way did. Yeah. In a certain way, they may benefit from that. A lot of them probably don't know how the women get their birth control, and they might be the ones who are using the birth control in their relationships. So who knows about any of this? I think it was just a poor question, and the the fault lies with the survey uh, people here who put out such a question and put out that kind of statistic that is kind of pretty useless. But you would get the same response from the assholes in Congress who are passing these laws. Probably more. But one of the things you have to understand is – if they don't understand how it benefits them, that's their own ignorance, and that says something right there. Because we know birth control is more than just women taking it and not having their period so they can have sex. We know that for a fact now. Anyone who studies birth control knows that there are health issues involved, that women actually need this in order to be healthy. We know this, the people that have that have um, done even the most minute amount of studying on this. So if 52% of men don't understand that there are probably women in their lives who, thanks to birth control pills, are actually able to be healthier than they would otherwise. And those men are assholes and need to get out and learn. Let's not let, let let's not call these men assholes. Like I said, they pro- the question was a bad question. Okay. And it's a mildly bad question, but at the same time, they don't, they're, they're say, keeping... I, 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 I would think the, the amount of men who appreciate uh, the affordable birth control... Is a lot higher than this. That, okay, uh, but he, that, the, these fifty-two percent of men, I think most of them probably uh, would uh, answer that uh, they uh, approve of uh, affordable birth control for women. But they don't. So I don't, I don't think no, you're. No, no. I think you're characterizing no. characterizing them wrong okay. here. Do you benefit by the women in your life being healthy? Do you personally benefit by the women around you being healthy, being able to be, have a healthy, active life? Does that benefit okay. you? Okay, here's here's the thing. Here, th- this is this is what's important about this because there is an age discrepancy here, and that's why and that's why I don't um and this and I this is why I don't buy what what you're saying, dumbass. Is that it said that um it found that 37 percent of men said that affordable birth care access did personally benefit them, while 52 said that it didn't, and nine percent didn't know. But here's the thing: is that there's an age discrepancy, and that the the people, uh, the majority of the people over the age of 60 said that it didn't, and if you were 18 to 44, you did see the benefits. So, and but the problem is, is that these men over 60 are the same ones in Congress that are making laws to take in in the United States to take away birth control. For from women, they're the Rush Limbaugh crowd who think that 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 well, it's for, pornography. For them, it, for them, it's kind of true that birth control isn't benefiting them personally. Yeah, but it used to. At one point, it did, and the and the fact that yeah. that they're not recognizing it and they're making laws about it is part of right. the problem. This this points but to the, a much this, bigger this, problem. This survey, this survey doesn't tell us that though. I mean, I know there are a lot of men who are like it. Does that. explain it lower down? And there may not be assholes, but there's a certain amount of ignorance going on here that should be yeah, called but, out. I mean, I think there are a certain amount of these 52% of men who are ignorant, but I can I think that most of them, probably not, and this, this uh, survey is overestimating the amount of men who are ignorant about this. I don't think so. I, I, I think right now— I think right it's pretty now, clear that they are. Hmm. I, 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 no, I, I wouldn't be one bit surprised if that level of, people, of men don't understand what birth control actually does for them in their lives. But younger, really, younger I, men, younger think, men did see the benefit. More than fifty-two percent of men 
would approve of affordable birth control for women. But mm-hmm. that that was fought in in our Congress, and yeah, it was we've fought already hard seen against. that fought over and over again. Yeah, it, it keeps coming up, I, and you have. I'm, I'm I'm not disputing that right. assholes in Congress can be very misogynistic. Okay. Yeah. Well, but you have to look at our population. Um, I'm just saying that this statistic is a bad statistic. Okay. Mm. I, I, I think here's the thing: is that I think that but... I think that. Well, I I don't I I can see where you're coming from, dumbass. But that the the, the question was bad. But I think that because we're not educating people properly, that 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 there's that we have a certain amount of ignorance here. For people do not realize what they're benefiting from, and we see that not just with birth control, but with other things like access to healthcare and stuff like that as well. Right. And it's and it's yeah. an overall trend that we're that you know where we need to fight it, fight fight and back we, against it, educate people. Once more, uh, that I do agree ignorance. That we need to fight this kind of attitude. Okay. That level of ignorance is what put us into the situation we're in, government-wise, right now. You look at all the people that are saying, wait a minute, I, um, no, no, he didn't say he was going to do that, did he? It's like, no, he said he was going to do that. You just were ignorant to what the difference between Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act were. And right, it, yeah. it's that level of ignorance that's out there that people aren't thinking for themselves. They're not doing the research, and they're getting out there, and they're voting not knowing um, the benefits of stuff like birth control for women and thinking, oh, it doesn't benefit me. I'm against it because it's just for sluts. Well, that, that, and that's that. the Rush we, we Limbaugh that line. That, yes, that that was what Rush Limbaugh and so many conservatives promoted. And the conservatives, while might not be quite 52% of our population, they're a large part of it. Uh, you know, they're yeah. close to half, um, just like liberals are close to half. Um, and so it would not surprise me if we really did have about half of our male population who are ignorant enough on birth control that they don't understand that, yeah, it benefits you. It just because you aren't willing to understand it, and all all you know is that oh, birth control is for sluts. You know that doesn't mean you have clue one as to what's benefiting you in your life. I would be more interested to see this before and after. Uh, you know, after a certain amount of education, if right. people if it would say the same thing, I would be much more interested to see if we can if we can change the statistic, if we can get the word out that you know about why it's, why it's so important to these men. But if you look at this and specifically, it actually goes right directly into our next information about the victories on common sense for the pencil sword. No, I in sex. Well, has everybody said what they need to? It it has about the basic same thing that uh, men. Okay. Are, are people we, are not educated upon. Well, I'm going to move on. Okay, let's let's go ahead and move on. I think that we've also we oh. need to, and I think that we we come. I think that. Uh, while while we come down a little bit on different sides here, I think we can all agree that we should work to change that number, no matter wh- right. how it got there. Agreed. Okay. So okay. So yeah. Um. What she's referring to is on the wireless. They had this really brilliant comic strip that was um brought to my attention called "No I Insects," and basically um two simple things I wish someone told me when I was a teenage boy. And this moment, guy cough. Yeah. Um. So basically, definitely read it through, but it goes into some of this idea of how masculine you have to be, how you have to be a man, and um, how getting laid and everything else is part of all that, and you need to you know, man up kind of stuff. And it, it basically talks about how that is perpetuating the rape culture, and you know how, how you're supposed to brag about it, and it, it causes more stress within your whole sex life. So it's just... I highly recommend everyone read the comic strip because it is well done on how our society does view sex when you're a teenage boy and what you, um, you should be educated about. It, it, it's so hard to explain if you haven't read it. That's part of the problem right now. And it's very it, interesting. Uh, sorry. It's, yeah. But it's very interesting how this goes on and everything because I've seen the exact same type of stuff brought through in Happy Days. Right. Uh, <laughs> so... You're right. This this cartoon is really good. I've gone through it now, and um, some of the things, especially for you know things like how you treat women when you've been with them and such. I've actually seen an episode of Happy Days where uh, Fonzie put thumbs up to Richie, a very early episode, and put a thumb up for him actually standing up for the woman and not saying that he fucked around with her when he didn't. Right. Well, okay, so um, it won't, in the middle of it, it has two um, super obvious point one. Women aren't that different from you. And exactly. super obvious point two, sex is not something you do to somebody. It's something you do with somebody. 
exactly. You know, it's funny because Howard oh. made it made a point um, in one of uh, I forget what show we talked about, but why he doesn't word use the, the the word "fuck you" because the right. the idea that the, the is uh, I mean, very misogynist that the woman is getting right. fucked and somehow right. it's something you're doing to the woman, and so um, so Howard won't use that phrase be, because of the connotations of it. Right. Yeah. And it is kind of interesting to to read uh, through this comic here because, like, I know this represents, uh, and I want to make the point that uh, when we're talking about rape culture, it's it's not just uh, one overarching culture because uh, people have different experiences and uh, and the experience that this guy is writing about um, in uh, in this comic doesn't bear any resemblance to my experience of growing up or adolescence at all. Um, I, I didn't feel any pressure to. Uh, have sex or conquests or anything like that. Of course, okay, I, Cass, I was you were reading a... your book most of the time, so <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of an odd little no. kid, and I um, I kept not... a different a different set of friends than maybe other people might. So, isn't that? But pe- people have different experiences, and I think that when you're talking about culture, it's not one overarching thing. There are different par- pockets of different types of culture. Some of them are more rape cultureish than others. Yeah. But I, 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 I saw a lot of this. I experienced it. It, it was going on around me. I, I, I that, that's one thing. This really, I read. It's like, yeah, I saw this. It was happening. It's, you know. This is also one of the situations where an awful lot of what is going on, especially in this comic, referring to what uh, males go through uh, when they're growing up. It's the same with females. They come up with the same kind of <clears throat> BS. How we're supposed to be a woman, etc. A lot of it is more to people who are more social as well, um, who uh, want to be more social, want to be included, if I can say so. It's very much an Americanized, uh, uh, Americanized um, because it Portrayal? is American. No, uh, I don't know if I'm right in this, but even though the Canadian experience is very much similar to the American experience, there is a bit of a difference too, because well, at least we say, "May I please rape you?" And probably apologize afterwards. Wait, if, if that a girl is can, right. If a, if a girl consents to being raped, is it rape? No, I I, I don't. Well, ugh, ugh, ugh. no, stop. <laughs> Do you want to eh? <sighs> Is that good, baby? Eh? <laughs> How do you want it? Eh? Oh, no. oh. oh, I'm glad the Canadian said it. Sorry. No, I'm not sorry. It, it <laughs> came into my head and it worked. So there we go. <laughs> there we be. <laughs> you know, uh, all I can remember is you know, as a you know, as a, as a kid, you know. Girls and, and 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 actually boyfriends just got in the way of the Dungeons and Dragons game. I mean, we that's right. Oh, jeez, we're here to play Dungeons and Dragons, not for you two to play kissy poo. Okay. Oh God, <laughs> I always hated it when the boyfriend I had yeah. <clears throat> would just want to play submarine races with my tongue when the other guys are there. It's like, don't, quit trying to show off that you've got a freaking girlfriend and run your goddamn game, you moron. That's right. <laughs> I want to play. <laughs> Ryan, we instead had that in our role playing games, as I recall. Oh yeah, it was it was yeah everywhere, you know. But man, I tell you what, with these demons aren't going to kill themselves, you know. That's right. They just don't kill themselves. It's it's they kill each other, but themselves it's kind of a little bit different, you know. <laughs> All right, one more. What 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 do we what do we want to cover next? We got one. We can do one more. Let's go with the do it, baby. Which Spiders one? could theoretically eat every human on Earth in one. Year. What the ha? Huh? Yeah, we could end it that way. Okay, we're going with science stuff. Go with spiders. Okay, uh, let's do that spider. one, and then let's do finish up with the Sazam stuff because it was okay. an April Fool's thing. That's so, fine. um, mm-hmm. my next podcast is kind of outdated. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead and do, do the spider stuff real quick because it's okay. cool. So interesting. You know, scientists love to find messed up stuff to really kind of screw with our heads. They really do. You think that's what they're doing? So, yeah. Spiders could theoretically eat every human on Earth in one year. Basically, what they did was they calculated pretty much how many spiders are out there, how much food they eat, and figured out within a year, um, spider the spider population um, eats was uh, 
29 million tons, as much as 476 Titanics of food, which would pretty much be uh, more than the um, the mass of the entire human race. Wow. Hey, the, and with spiders the adult being population. everywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, the the it, this so they say that the spiders eat anywhere between four hundred million tons to eight hundred million tons, and the weight of all the adults on Earth was like three hundred eighty-seven or two hundred eighty-seven million tons. That's that that so that's the humans, and if you include and you add another seventy million tons if you add children. Okay, so what we're saying here is. That if you uh, walk into a cobweb and you can't find the spider responsible, that it's not an overreaction to burn down your house? No, I think that that's a reasonable reaction, yeah. yeah. But on the other hand, we eat eight spiders a year while we sleep. Bullshit. We do not. <laughs> 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 no, if we did, I'd probably be dead because I'm allergic to their bites. That's the last place, a warm, humid place that a spider is going to climb. That is such bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I like yeah, this video of them tossing out, tossing out this pack of spiders, and it just going nuts with a whole bunch of them. It probably scares so, yeah. arachnophobic, though. Yeah. So yeah, uh, was um for the global density of spider stands about one hundred and thirty-one spiders per square meter. So uh, uh, all you out, out, listeners out there who actually I'm are looking at of a, spiders, I'm <laughs> looking at a square meter right now. It has no spiders in it, which means that some other square meter is way, way over. <laughs> uh, uh, well, but um, you also have to realize you don't know how many spiders are in your um, walls. Yeah, so they did a survey of North Carolina homes and found that 100% of them had spiders and 68% of them had spiders in the bathroom. So think about that yeah. next time you're pooping. Oh, I know there's spiders in my bathroom. They often watch me. My girlfriend kind of doesn't like them watching. Hey, now wait a minute, Brian. You said that spiders don't like to go into warm, humid places. How come I consistently keep finding spiders in my damn bathtub? Well, because it's cold. They're going to get a, wa- a little bit of a drink. Uh, you, you can tell me they're trying to reenact the itsy bitsy spider and come have it come out in their favor. But that is possible. It's falling apart. They're on not you. climbing in your mouth. That's all I'm saying. Wow, this bunch of little yellow and black ones look like. A whole bunch of corn nuts. I've got to eat some. I've got some <laughs> corn nuts here. All right, corn nuts. I can have some <laughs> corn nuts in a bit. So uh, hopefully we didn't um, give anyone nightmares on that one. But if we did, yeah, live with it. Ooh, that was big. <laughs> okay, so we'll let... <laughs> all right. So the last one, the Shazam stuff. Yep. If we didn't give you nightmares on uh, on the spider thing, then it then it'll all come out. You'll get the nightmares on the Shazam stuff. So we talked on podcast 170 about the the movie Shazam that wasn't real. Well, turns out they found lost footage from it. Actually, this was a uh, this was a uh, an April Fool's prank played by College Humor and Sinbad. They put together a very very crappy VHS looking scene from the movie Shazam. Yeah, and very, it comes to commercials by accident. Oh, uh, yeah, it, it looks like they recorded. Looks like they accidentally yeah. recorded stuff over it. Yeah, <coughs> that's funny. Now the interesting thing is on this. Okay, now that that was done by um, College Humor yesterday. Right, I think Geek. Think Geek's got think one Geek already. Did, did oh, the almost exact same joke that they found a case of unopened Sazam VHS tapes in their warehouse. Now the thing is. Um, obviously, this Shazam um, videotape from a different reality of the Shazam footage because the Shazam looks different, and um, or the Think Geek, the Think Geek, yeah, 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 the Think Geek copies they have. Um, what's his name from um, Tool? T- uh, not Tool Time, Home Improvement. Um, and Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Taken from, no, not Tim Allen. Like the Tim kid. Allen. Oh, the kid. Oh, oh Jonathan kid. Taylor oh, Thomas. Boy. Yes. Yeah, it does look Jonathan like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. So, uh, obviously, we have two different realities colliding uh, where Sazam was made into a movie. It's, it's quite interesting to see. I, I, I love the timing on that, though, of, of all, you know, to, to do that, you know, so right, right a few months after we are actually reported on it. Yeah, they, it was timely, wasn't it? <laughs> so, are we yeah. saying that they're fans? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, think Geek, think Geek is no. a fan of anything that gets the money. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I doubt we had much. Yeah, I truly doubt we had much to do with it. Regretfully, 
<laughs> I have to, be cool if we found out we did. that we had everything to do with this. <laughs> so you don't think that uh, Sinbad is one of our one of our eight subscribers? <laughs> oh, we're up to eight, huh? Well, let's see if we can get Mazo. Yeah, Sinbad might like our our stuff. So. You think so? <laughs> yeah, let's try to get him. Why not? <laughs> we'll be Anything. like Scientology. We need we'll, we need to, we need to collect some celebrities. Yep, let's collect some celebrities for the hell of it. <laughs> All right. If there's not anything else, say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. Goodnight. And that's another one in Max Cam. Yep. <laughs> if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons, share alike, no derivatives, 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraitry.